0: Welcome back to the Culture Maker Podcast. My name is Mike Edwards, your host. And yeah, this is the podcast that's all about helping dads create healthy cultures at home. And it's great to have you back with me. I have a great episode for you today. It's called Eye Candy and Brain Decay. And uh, we're going to learn all about uh, testosterone and the role it plays and how, we're, uh, how men are triggered uh, sexually by what we see. Uh, We're going to learn about how testosterone almost sort of demands a release and how this feeds our sex drive. And uh, we're going to discuss how this is a problem for most men, especially when it drives addiction. And then we're going to look at how porn actually reduces our vision, and that's not actually our eyesight, (laughs) but our mental sight, our mental ability to set goals and to set vision. And we're going to look at how porn actually, really, actually reduces that. Then we're going to look at a strategy we can all adopt to keep our heads clear and focused on our big goals. So yeah, this is a bit of an awkward uh, topic, I guess, one that is a bit weird to talk about um, and maybe some guys don't even, um, it's a bit uncomfortable for some. But if you are a guy who cares about bright visions and big dreams, um and leading a big life, then this is uh, a topic that you're definitely going to enjoy today. So let's get into it. So I want to start telling, uh, to lead into this, I guess this topic, tell a story of an average guy called Matt. Um, So Matt is an average guy, right? He, he and his partner both work, scratching out enough money to pay the rent to feed their two kids. Like most men, Matt doesn't stop often enough to be thankful for what he has. Uh, the stresses of his life get more tension than they should. But on a good day, on a quiet morning, he's grateful for his wife and kids. That's how Matt feels today as he walks to work. It's 6am on a sunny summer's day, a leadership podcast playing in his ears, 15 minutes into his day, of pretty girl walks past in her yoga pants. Matt doesn't mean to look. He doesn't want to look, so he quickly shifts his eyes away. Yet there's something within him that registers a little trigger. After a productive morning at work, Matt um, heads to a corner cafe for his regular caffeine hit. On the way, he happens to notice a particularly cute young lady. Uh, He wasn't out looking for eye candy today, but just a few hours into his day, he struggles to bounce his eyes. She's not dressed provocatively, but in Matt's eyes she's really pretty and it's just a little trigger. Matt's day progresses well, but he notices a few other triggers during his day and a growing sexual frustration. Around mid-afternoon, as occurs for most people, he starts to lose his focus at work. Uh, So Matt steps away from his computer for a moment and checks out his phone. And what he's seeking is a little distraction, you know, um, just a little relaxation away from work. And with his afternoon coffee in hand, he starts browsing his social feeds. Only to be bombarded by the algorithm, which feeds him yet more eye candy. Another pretty little thing shaking her pretty little thing. It's a massive trigger that he doesn't need. Matt's a good guy. He loves his wife and he wants to lead well at home, but now he's frustrated. He's actually sexually frustrated. He didn't plan for his day to go this way and he feels weak. He and his partner have a fairly regular pattern of intimacy and his need for more frequent physical interaction seems illogical to her and he can't explain it without feeling like a pervert. He's frustrated and she doesn't get it. Now, a big part of this scenario, a big part of this problem is testosterone. And uh, generally speaking, our sex drive is defined by how much testosterone we produce. This is true of both sexes. But the thing is, on average, men secrete 20 times more testosterone than women. 20 times. And according to psychology today, testosterone induces biological urges that sooner or later feel like they demand expression. And whilst both the male and female brains sort of res- respond to visual cues, while they both can respond to eye candy, the science indicates that the male brain has more connections to sexual motivation. So there's actually more brain connections. Um, that connects those visual cues to a sexual motivation and that these brain connections are fueled by testosterone. So basically speaking, men get turned on easily and quickly by what they see. Here's 10 quick facts about testosterone. Number one, the male testosterone factory is located between their legs, obviously, you know, directly in the testes. Um, women produce testosterone in the ovaries, the adrenal glands, and sort of some surrounding tissues. Um, three men, on average, produce 20 times more testosterone than women. I mentioned that. Um, male testosterone levels peak at about um, age 20 to 25. Now, it does reduces, uh, reduce with age, but not really that dramatically. A high body mass index is actually associated with low levels of testosterone. So that's interesting. If you are obese, then you may experience lower levels of testosterone. And um, intense exercise actually um, increases testosterone for you know, a short period of time. And so that's why men can feel even hornier after exercise. Chronic stress, like real chronic stress and a lack of sleep can result in reduced testosterone levels. So there's this weird thing where you can actually stress your body and exercise and feel like more sort of sexually driven, um, but if you're chronically stressed and you're, you know, the sort of burnout the, the, and there's just not enough sleep and you're really, really worried, then that actually um, reduces testosterone. Um Talked about this already, testosterone amplifies sexual response to visual cues. So it's why um, it's said that men are more visual than women because these visual cues cues are, are sort of uh, fired up by testosterone. Um, but even without the visual triggers, the significantly higher um, testosterone levels in men causes their heightened sex drive. And this heightened sex drive can cause men to have a strong sexual de- um, desire that's completely independent of a relationship. So those are so, sort of some key facts about testosterone and how it's it sort of fires men up um, and it fires up their sexual drive. And it's connected to eye candy because of these visual cues um, playing a key role in how men are triggered. Now the fascinating thing is um, there's another narrative when you. Google this stuff, um, there's uh, a controversial study um, that has actually showed no difference between males and females in this regard. Um, And um, the female commentators on this research conclude that men are not more visual than women. They say it's just an outcome of um, outdated gender roles. In addition, and they say that the male desire for sex is um, it's just a way that men control and dominate the opposite sex. They talk about the male gaze, you know, when men let their eyes linger, and they're saying that that's just a toxic problem that men have, and it's not connected in any way to the physical function of the male body. Now... This is just one research, and the funny thing is, the reason I mention it is when you Google this stuff, Google is dominated by this particular piece of research, which actually just happens to completely ignore testosterone. It looks at the brain and completely forgets testosterone, Um, and there's a whole bunch of female commentators on it that, that are basically celebrating, and they're going, yes, we're like men. We're like men. We too uh, can be as bad as men. Um, and they do seem genuinely happy um, because it proves that men are bad and that women are actually better because they choose not to be like men. But if they want to, they can also dominate men with their with their gaze. Um, the, it's, it's quite interesting. So you actually have to go looking beyond Google to actually uh, sort of dig down and find um, the real research. But it's funny, obviously if you take testosterone out of the picture, male sexuality does look toxic. And it can be. As a male, it is too easy to let your eyes linger and um, and many men spend their entire lives driven by desire. And even good men have good portions of their life where they struggle to manage their eyes and their response to what they see. But it's equally as true that men are not just driven by what's between their legs. Most men don't consider sex a mechanism of control or domination over the opposite sex. Men are not more evil than women. And there is no agenda to a man's gender. Men want to live as well as any woman. To live with purpose and meaning. Men, we, want to, we want to care for people and make a difference in the world. In addition to all of that, men in general want to be great fathers and awesome husbands. They want to be someone their families admire and respect, not because they demand it, but because their lives deserve it. And so we have a challenge there for us men, because we need to learn to treat the opposite sex with respect and genuine appreciation and admiration when our bodies are wired to view them sexually. And in many ways it's a pity that our testosterone levels peak so early before our male brains have matured enough to be thoughtful and responsible parents. But parenting is a call to leadership and leadership is a call to maturity. So when you become a dad and when you choose to lead, the fight with your sexual drive begins. Because what starts off is something that does demand release. Often ends in a relentless desire for a dopamine hit. Sex, masturbation, porn, they all produce a dopamine hit and dopamine is addictive. Constant dopamine hits create a, they actually create a change in the neural connectivity that makes it easier to repeat the activity again and again whilst also weakening our resolve. This dopamine addiction um, changes the brain it actually reduces gray matter volume. And a porn addicted human actually has less brain matter and uh, it's less brain matter in a very important place. And it's called the prefrontal cortex. And the prefrontal cortex is part of the brain responsible for goal setting and problems solving. It's the part of the brain uh, responsible for for vision and not for sight, but the process of setting goals, solving problems, and regulating our behaviour towards the achievement of a vision. So um, it's interesting when you talk to some men um, who are addicted to porn, they they might describe um, their cloudy mind and how they they feel a loss of their their vision. And whilst... um, Many seem oblivious, um, and it really does depend on, on the guys you're talking about, and to what sense that they are um, they still care about vision and believing in a brighter future. But for those that do, they say that their, um, their their porn addiction reduces their clarity of thought and clouds their vision, and it does. And I guess the starting point, and this is you know the awkward part of the conversation, is that it's this masturbation of fantasy part of, of a man's life can be the start of the problem. They each produce uh, dopamine and are enough to create an addiction that leads to porn. But what happens, what porn does is it it sort of ramps up the time spent filling the addiction and the amount of grey matter lost. And there is a direct connection between the time spent consuming porn and the loss of grey matter in the prefrontal cortex. And this effect, this 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 loss, is actually called hyperfrontality. <laughs> hyperfrontality, and um, gosh, you can find the links for this stuff in my new ebook, Man to Man, which I'll talk about later. But um, porn addiction actually puts our brains into a state of hyperfrontality, and hyperfrontality basically is the state that I've described where you have less control, and at the same time. Um, A decreasing uh, amount of grey matter engaged in higher level cognitive functions such as problem solving and emotional regulation and executive control. And so that's the problem. That's a big problem. But there's another complicating factor for men because not only does porn addiction reduce uh, our clarity of vision, it also causes a great sense of failure and shame. For many dads, their porn addiction doesn't line up with their life or the life they once dreamed. And the constant failure causes a man to feel defeated, to think that he's not valuable or that his vision is not achievable. And failures want to give up and that's what many men do. It's hard after all to live like a winner when you feel like a failure. And perhaps it should not be a surprise that the thing that many men feel born for, you know, vision, is the thing that brings us down. And so here's the thing, guys. Eye candy, when it leads you to porn, actually causes brain decay. I say it again, eye candy, when it leads you to porn, actually causes brain decay. And you can keep looking and you can keep letting it lead you to porn, but you've got to know it actually starts to reduce your ability to pursue big goals, goals for your life. And so what does it matter? Does that stuff matter? Eye candy so good, right? Uh, so why care? Well, it only matters for those who want to change the world. And it only matters for those who want their homes to be better. And it only matters if you want to love your wife. And it only matters for those who don't want to be average and who want to make a difference. It only matters for men who want to matter. So you can't dream big visions with a small brain. <laughs> Right? You literally can't dream big when your brain is getting smaller and you can't live the dream when fantasies own your mind. Eye candies all around, nowadays you, you just can't, it, it's almost impossible to, to stop it from filling your eyes. But you can fight the good fight, and it's only those that fight the fight that perhaps feel the frustration that sort of is the behind why I would even write this podcast. And that frustration has nothing to do with our wife. It's not her fault and it's not, um, it's not her fight. And so the challenge for men is what do we do, right? What do we do about it? Um, and I want to suggest a, a strategy which I'm calling Three Good Men. And it's an idea of an accountability partnership. Um, Now, the idea of um, people that can hold you to an account on stuff, that's been around for ages. Um, The problem I think most men have is thinking that you just need one other guy to confide in. For most men, that doesn't work. And the reason it doesn't work is because on any given day, that accountability partner will be struggling with the same stuff or worse. Um, And the other thing is that... um, it's so easy to feel like you should have moved on. You know, you, you contact your mate one moment and then, you know, a month later you, you, you're thinking, oh, he's, he's probably thinking I should have moved on, that I shouldn't be battling with this again. And so um, having one accountability partner um, for many uh, won't work. What's really needed is a group of three to five men that can provide a more stable provision of accountability. You see, um, there can be good seasons and bad, and no matter how much of a a leader you are um, and how respected you are by your mates, you still have a body coursing with testosterone seeking a dopamine hit. We need to stop judging good men for their struggle and simply provide them a safe place to say, hey, it's a tough week, struggling this week, struggling with temptation this week. Um, It's easier to do that when there's a bigger group, but it does take one good man to start a group like that, and if you're the one listening to this and thinking, yeah, I, I need this, then perhaps you're the man who's got to make it happen. And, um, you know, maybe a good place to start is, is to suggest um, others listen to this podcast. Um, you can head to my website. There's a, a new free ebook there called Man to Man What She Doesn't Get and Why It's So Frustrating. And it's been written to, um, this is probably one of the most awkward parts of the book, but it's been written to discuss the stuff that us men struggle with. It's not written to be um, a weapon against women. In fact, it's written in such a sensitive way that women can pick it up. But, um, and, and it's really so that so the woman can actually pick it up and try to understand the stuff as well. So that's what I want to encourage you to do, to 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 look at starting an accountability group, not an accountability partner with one person, but a group of men that can hold each other to an account. Um, and for those that are, for my Christian listeners, um I want to say that my experience is that Christians can easily go looking for the devil in every detail and they view their struggle with this with the sin with with, with porn um, as solely a spiritual challenge. In fact, Christians often only blame the devil and not actually see the detail which in this case is testosterone and dopamine. God has designed us with these two powerful hormones, and we need to learn to live with them, not to blame the devil for them, okay? So that's just my little um, my little lecture for Christians. Um, so here's what we've learned, right? Men are wired up on testosterone, and we are triggered easily and sexually by what we see. This trigger is... Um, sort of almost demands a release and almost sort of commands our sex drive, right? And when this drive leads to porn, it can create a dopamine addiction. And this dopamine addiction um, and the the time um, spent on porn actually reduces the gray matter and the part of our brain responsible for visioneering. And so if we want to lead well, If we want to love well, if we want to be big men with big dreams, then we have to get in control of the man that we're making and seek to rein in our dopamine, addiction, and this problem with porn. And the best way to do that is an accountability partnership. And um, that's just not one guy, but, but three men or more, so at least one guy is still standing when the others are struggling. All right, so that's it from me today. So, this episode has been called Eye Candy and Brain Decay. And it's to highlight the point that when um, eye candy leads us to a a porn addiction, then it actually starts to cause brain decay. And um, I discuss topics like this uh, because I want to help men create healthy cultures in their homes. Right. And um often we're just struggling with stuff. We can be feeling beaten and broken. And there's things in our lives we've got to deal with bef- um, because they're battling against this very de- uh, ability of ours and, and position that we have to create a healthy culture in our homes. Um, and that's why I wrote Man to Man. Um, and as I say, Man to Man, what she doesn't get and why it's so frustrating. Um, that book, it's a free ebook. And I'm also working on a printed sort of a group study guide um, that's available on my website right at the moment. And you can download that. Really encourage you to do it. I cover a bunch of subjects there um, that those that are frustrated or, or even separated and or you're near separation and you're, you're just struggling with stuff at home, it covers in a real honest way the stuff that men struggle with and why she doesn't get it. Like this stuff, often our partners don't don't get this this tremendous um, sex drive and how it's driven and the role of testosterone and um, it's it's something we feel like we can't talk about because it feels so it can it just looks so perverse it looks so wrong and yet many men have this battle um, it's I've heard it described as every man's problem you know every man's battle. Um, and so, hey, there may maybe men out you out there that don't struggle with this and you can't relate to this, but you know men that do. So listen, um, I hope that's been helpful. I want to encourage you to head to my website, download Man to Man, and um, yeah, I look forward to being back with you next time. Catch you later.